Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio, 103.1 FM, 910, 980 AM, or anywhere on that Odyssey app. 42 degrees and rainy here in Northeast Pennsylvania, 409. Just got a notification that the speed limits are restored on all interstates in Northeast Pennsylvania, including commercial, commercial vehicle restrictions. That includes... 81 in Susquehanna County, 84 in Lackawanna, Pike, and Wayne Counties, and 380 in Lackawanna and Wayne Counties. So uh, that all the restrictions on our highways here in our area have been lifted. So uh, just you're aware. The Rob O'Donnell Show is brought to you by Road Scholar Transport. You have unique shipping needs, and Road Scholar has unique shipping solutions. Dry van, temperature controlled, and high security are just a few. Visit roadscholar.com. Well, it's that time of week again, Tuesdays with Tommy. Tommy Marquez, a 19-year Navy veteran who retired, spent his time in Congress as a senior staffer for a member of Congress, and now specializing in Veterans Affairs, and now helping us navigate the Veterans Affairs systems, what they've earned, what they're entitled to, and just how to get through life a little better. Tommy, thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me, Rob. So what's on the agenda this week, what do we have lined up for our veterans and people who are related to veterans? Yeah, so I wanted to talk initially uh, about some of the discounts that are out there. You know, it's the beginning of the year. People are planning their summer trips already, their spring trips. Uh, with the weather being what it is, I'm sure all of us are going to be hunkered down and start imagining what are we going to do when it gets warmer. And I'm going to talk to that in a second. However, I just got a, an alert about an hour and a half ago uh, that is going out to all the veterans who are affiliated with the Marine Corps Camp Lejeune water contamination claims. And I think it's a really important update that I, that, uh, I want to give to everyone regarding that some fraud that is apparently become real rampant and the justice department is warning veterans. Now there's a lot of individuals out there and you were talking about how the mainstream media can influence us. I, I, I believe that wholeheartedly. And I also see it with social media all the time. And yes, I am on social media. Uh, I've got a huge uh, following there where I'm just trying to put out correct information. And so I'm actually going to put this out later. But what I always tell people on my social media is to fact check everyone and to stay vigilant. Apparently, the Justice Department has just learned that there is an alarming amount of fraud that's going on for people contacting individuals regarding the Camp Lejeune water contamination. And the DOJ is citing a bunch of unscrupulous companies that are attempting to acquire personal information for veterans by contacting them and telling them that, hey, they may be eligible for some new uh, uh, parts of the Camp Lejeune water contamination. So let me just start by telling you, there is no new parts. The Camp Lejeune Justice Act is, uh, not, has not changed since it was passed by Congress. So that's first and foremost. So there isn't any new eligibility for people in the last two to three years. That is complete um, malarkey. Now, the Camp Lejeune Water Contamination Act is you know, it's really important and bear with me here. Uh, there is a lot of good things in, uh, in there and the Justice Department says, hey, if you're believing you're eligible, please go to va.gov, find out that information and contact these companies that are out there. Do not give your information to people who are calling you, soliciting your information, telling you you may be eligible. And so, number one, know that 
the Department of the Navy and the Department of the Marine Corps, uh, which, by the way, really doesn't exist. It's really the Department of the Navy. Uh, they are not going to be calling anyone telling them that they may now be eligible and that they need their information. They're, they're not going to call you and ask for your information. That is right off the get-go. Somebody calls you and says they're from the Department of Marine Corps. That's fake. Uh, doesn't exist. But if they contact you saying they're from the Department of the Navy and saying they need your information because they think you may now be eligible for this new expanded coverage, for the Camp Lejeune water stuff, that's not true. Those people are frauds. And they highly recommend that if you're interested and if you believe you're eligible, you go to the VA website. Uh, I've done videos on this on my social media, on TikTok, on Facebook, on Instagram, uh, at Tommy Marquez Consulting, same handle and all of them, about some of the parameters and where you may be eligible. But if you are eligible, they're saying contact the lawyers directly. You do that. You contact these companies. Uh, so that way, you're, anyone who's soliciting you is probably not a legitimate company. Uh, they will never, ever, if you're working with any of these people who call you, they'll never, ever, the Department of Navy, request money or payment from a filer. It's illegal. Okay? Your attorneys may, but most of the attorneys, I will tell you right now, are working on a program where if you get money, they will give you uh, they'll pay for everything and they take a portion of those proceeds from your winnings. That's what most of the attorneys are doing. Also, regarding email scams, uh, if anyone sends you an email saying they're with the Department of the Navy or the Department of Marine Corps, know this. It has to come from a at us.navy.mil address. If it comes from a dot Marine Corps dot com or anything like that, that's, that's not real. They're not really part of the uh, uh, process because everything that is being adjudicated is being done through the Navy, even though it was a Marine Corps base. It falls under the jurisdiction of the United States Navy, and therefore, if the email is not from a us.navy.mil address, it is not real. And if you do speak with an attorney and you are working with them, and somebody contacts you saying, hey, they're working with that attorney, Tell them, hey, I'll contact the attorney directly. Hang up the phone and contact your attorney or your attorney's office directly. And anyone who contacts you or sends you an email, please write down their number, and you're welcome to contact the Justice Department. Let's put these creeps out of business who are preying on our veterans, who are preying on individuals who may realistically be suffering from some of these contaminants that are in the water, and yet they're using this as a method in which they could uh, steal their identity, steal their money. These guys are bad people. Do not help them in any way. Get their information, keep their numbers, get their emails, and send this information to the Justice Department. That way they could go after them and hopefully shut these individuals down. Now, uh, now that I've talked about that, and I'm sure somebody's going to write in about it, uh, let's talk about some, some, some happier news. Hey, as you get off and you're making plans already for your breaks, I know it's the new year, so a lot of people plan early. What are they going to do for their family vacations? A lot of veterans and active duty military members don't realize something, that there is huge discounts at your ITT office. Your ITT offices are on every base. They allow you to get discounted tickets and a lot of cases free tickets to do activities for yourself and your family. Now, a lot of veterans don't know that if they have a 10% service-connected disability rating, they're actually entitled to use some of the MWR facilities on bases, 
and go to the ICT offices and get some of the tickets. Now, a lot of uh, big theme parks, for instance, SeaWorld, they have two separate programs. They have one for active duty and retirees, and they have one for veterans. And in those cases, some of the parks at SeaWorld, and there's several of them through Bush Gardens, will give free tickets for uh, up to five individuals, that includes the service member, to go to one of their theme parks for free. They also have certain parks where they do uh, for veterans that they'll have free tickets available or extremely discounted tickets available for the veterans. Now, Disney, and I've done tons of videos on this, has a remarkable program for the military. If you've gone to Disneyland recently, you know that Disneyland is extremely expensive. In fact, uh, the normal price for a one-day hopper ticket to Disney World this year is $194 for a one-part pass. That's basically $200. Um, if you do the hopper, it's about $259. Well, the Disneyland uh, resorts have a salute program. So, for instance, Disney World has a military four-day uh, park hopper pass for only $369 a person. And service members who are active duty, who are spouses or retirees, and they have that military-issued ID card from the DOD, not the VA ID card, but the DOD-issued uh, ID card. So if you're a Purple Heart recipient, a lot of times you get these ID cards. If you're 100% service-connected disabled, if you're a Medal of Honor awardee, you can get it. And if you're a retiree, active duty, or a spouse, you can get four days at $369 per person. You get five days at $389 per person. Those are huge, huge savings. Essentially, for two days, uh, you can get four days, and essentially, you can get a five-day pass for the cost of a two-day pass. It's, it's remarkable. It's a huge savings that they have available. And they also give huge tickets, excuse me, huge discounts to tickets um, for veterans if you go to the ITT office. You have to pay for those in cash. So if you're not an ID card holder from the DOD, but you do have that veteran's uh, ID card from the VA, you can get huge discounts there as well. Now, there's tons of discounts available at your MWR offices, even if you're not a retiree, active duty, or a spouse. Just looking at the Pennsylvania area alone, there's a huge discount of about 33% to Hershey Park available at the MWR facilities in Pennsylvania, the Navy's MWR facilities. So, and you don't have to be a Navy veteran. You can be a veteran of any branch. You can go there. You can get a huge savings on that. Six Flags Great Adventure that's in New Jersey, which my understanding is very close to you guys there in Pennsylvania. Uh, they have a discounted ticket and that's half off the normal admission price. So that's a huge savings there. The medieval, medieval times, it's about a 25% savings on the cost to go there. And those are all available to veterans. You don't have to be a retiree and you don't have to be a spouse or on active duty to get those discounts. So there's a million discounts available at your ITT office. I highly recommend you find an ITT office at the base closest to you if you're a veteran, especially if you have the service connected disability rating because you should have base access and you're gonna be able to go there. And in most cases, get a lot of these tickets at a huge discounted rate. Also, look up any resorts that you may be staying at because they give, in many uh, cases, huge discounts for veterans, and they definitely give, uh, most of these resorts give uh, deals where there's free stay uh, for your families if you're active duty. 
And I know spouses are going to say, well, what do I do if my husband's deployed? You need to just ask or look on their websites because in a lot of those cases, if your spouse is deployed and they're the active duty component to your family, guess what? They'll allow you to buy the tickets for the active duty with your spouse ID card. So there's tons of ways to save. Um, and if anyone has any more questions, I've done tons of videos, again, on my social media regarding a lot of these discounts at Tommy Marquez Consulting. I'm on TikTok, Facebook, and uh, I'm not trying to sell you anything on social media. I'm trying to give you guys all sorts of discounts, all sorts of information, and just facts on actual ways that can help veterans, active duty military, and their families. And one thing to, to circle back to the original thing about the, the Camp Lejeune uh, water issue and the health act there. Yeah. Um, we see it here all the time. I know it's nationally as well. Ads on social media for law firms that are saying, hey, contact us and we can get you these benefits. Uh, if you feel more comfortable going through a law firm and having them do the work for you, they are going to take a percentage of whatever you get, but you can do that. That is legit, but you don't have to. You could do this yourself and you come out with yourself. the same without getting taking a percentage taken away. That's absolutely correct, Rob. Uh, there is a huge conglomerate of companies who help file for some of these things for veterans. In this case, they can take a percentage. Uh, it is allowed. In other cases, some of the benefits, and we've covered that on your show before, and I cover it on my social media all the time, what you can legally uh, be charged for and what you it's absolutely illegal to be charged for. But I'll tell you, I've looked at the forms. I've looked at the information. I, I'm not a highly educated guy, and it's pretty simple to do. Uh, it, it, you can file it yourself and you don't need to. But if you are contacted by someone and you've never reached out to anyone, be very, very wary. It's most likely fraud. And if you're emailed from any group saying that you might be eligible for these new expanded benefits from it, know this, that it hasn't changed since that original law passed. And if that email doesn't come from a at us.navy.mil uh, email, it's, it's most likely fraudulent. And there is no Department of the Marine Corps. <laughs> I want to stress that. That's a dead tail sign that there is no uh, Department of Marine Corps and that it's probably a, a fraudulent uh, case. And so be wary of those individuals. But report these. Let's find who, out who these people are. Let's expose them. And let's have them punished for preying on our veterans and our veteran community. I agree. I agree. And that's why I just wanted to... Uh... To highlight that, uh, Tommy, like always, I appreciate you coming on and giving the information. I know it helps. I get the text message saying it helps. I know you get the messages as well from across yeah. the nation. You're out there, and, and I, I did, did I hear you say uh, on a, on another platform that uh, you could, can't believe the amount of rain in Texas? Yeah, that's actually a real thing. I cannot believe how hard it rains in Texas. Um, I also can't believe, you know, California how bad the fires are. I feel like we're on fire every day. And uh, it's kind of nice to be in the rain here. And I'm actually dismayed to find out that it's going to snow here in Dallas Monday. So you're going to have to give me some tips on how to survive the snow, Rob. Yeah, hopefully not. It's, hopefully not. <laughs> All right, Tommy, thanks for joining us. We'll see you again next week. Thanks, Rob. Take care, my friend. It's uh, 425 here at WILK.
Time for traffic and weather. And thank you, Rob. This traffic update is brought to you by Pentella Data Internet. We have reports of an accident on 84 East Mount Cobb. 611 Mount Pocono is closed between Pocono Boulevard and Church Avenue. There's some sort of incident reported there. They don't necessarily say that there is a crash there. There is a wreck on Route 6 in Meshampin as well. Some areas um, are just wet. Some have heavy rains. Hydroplaning is a possibility. And other areas, uh, there might be a mix of snow and rain causing issues. Fog could be an issue as well at the moment. So just use caution as you head out this evening. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line 570-883-7269. Nikki Stone, WILK Traffic. Thank you, Nikki. Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. Tonight, windy with rain tapering off low 40. Wednesday, morning high temperatures, colder and breezy in the afternoon, high 47. Wednesday night, partly cloudy with some flurries, low 30. Thursday, breezy with partly sunny skies, high 42. Friday, increasing clouds, high 41. Saturday, wintry mix and rain showers and breezy, high 40. Sunday, gusty northwest wind, frigid with flurries, high 26. Looks like next week's going to be a little frigid there, folks, so uh, strap in. It's currently 43 degrees and rainy outside at 426 at your official weather station, WILK. time for the NEPA Premium Perks. Enjoy this half-off deal for the Breakout Escape Room. Get a four-pack of tickets for just $48, half price. If you enjoy problem-solving, puzzles, games, and being your own detective, you'll love it. Many try, few succeed. The new Freak Show Room is now open. Book your room now. Breakout Escape Room in Wilkesbury. Visit GetMyPerks.com for all the details. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It is 4:34 here in Northeast Pennsylvania. Getting information that there's a flood watch in effect. 43 degrees and raining in our area. Yeah, we're under most of Northeast Pennsylvania is under a flood watch. North and uh, New Jersey and coastal areas are on a flood warning. Uh, Annapolis is flooding right now. If anyone cares to know about that. Uh, this is the point of the show where we honor our heroes here at home who made the ultimate sacrifice. I think 63 police officers made the ultimate sacrifice on this day, four of them from here in Pennsylvania. And I'm going to talk about someone special after that as well. Patrolman Robert Wilson McCormick, Lewistown Borough Police Department in Pennsylvania, 1974, suffered a fatal heart attack while searching the premises of the G.C. Murphy store at 2 East Market Street while responding to an alarm activation about 1.30 a.m. Constable Charles Andrew Wyke, Pennsylvania State Constable, Beaver County, Pennsylvania, 1931, succumbed to a gunshot wound sustained four days earlier while attempting to serve a warrant on a home for a liquor law violation. Detective George L. W. George L. Williams, Pennsylvania Police Department, 1918, was shot and killed in a gun battle with five men at 16th Street and South Street. Detective Williams, the city's only black detective, came upon a fracas in a bar and was trying to arrest the men when one opened fire on him. Detective Williams had been the star of the Cuban Giants of the uh, Baseball League. He was the first black officer killed in the line of duty in Philadelphia. We also have police officer Frank Clayton Hutton, 
Philadelphia Police Department in Pennsylvania in 1916, was killed when his police motorcycle collided with an automobile. The collision caused him to be thrown from the motorcycle, and he suffered a skull fracture where he later died. Those are our four from Pennsylvania, and I also want to give note to uh, former chief of department of the NYPD, Joe Esposito. Joe was uh, my commanding officer in Brooklyn North when I worked there in narcotics. SATCOM, had daily interactions with him, very hands-on, two-star chief in the, for the borough of Brooklyn North. And uh, he was the chief of the department, the four-star chief of the department, the longest-serving chief of the department in the NYPD. Uh, when I was promoted to detective, he was on the stage next to the police commissioner, Bernie Carrick, when he pinned my new detective shield on me and uh, was led us through 9-11 as the chief of the department, was there every day for hours upon hours. Every day I was there, he was there. And, uh, you know, we were there quite a lot. But for the chief of the department to be there day in and day out, if you follow me on social media, I posted a picture, an old black and white picture of him and I at my promotion ceremony. Uh, again, it's a very old black and white photo. It was uh, faded due to the light, so I tried to salvage it the best I can. And I also posted another photo of... Uh, of Joe Esposito when he was a rookie police officer and he's in a picture with four individuals back in the 70s and he's on the far left and on the far right is Frank Serpico uh, the movie uh, Serpico you may know that was played by Al Pacino uh, the real Serpico Frank Serpico was in that picture with him they were rookie police officers together and served together so I, I posted that as a little nostalgia thing just to show how many decades this man um dedicated his life to the city of New York and public safety, not only for the city of New York, but nationwide, because, again, he, he was the longest-serving chief of the department for the NYPD, led us through 9-11, as well as, as a ton of other things. Incredibly hands-on. And, and one of the things that stand out to me to him that we don't see a lot of today, and if you're in police leadership, you really have to listen here, he would hold you strictly accountable, but he would back you. 100% if you did the right thing. And if you just happen to make a mistake, if you happen to screw up but your intentions were good, you didn't violate anybody's rights, you did everything to your best of your ability, you just made a mistake in a split-second decision, he gave you that benefit of the doubt. He'd still rip into you. That's how you learn from your mistakes. He would still hold you accountable. But he understood in policing it's not a perfect profession. Uh, but he held you there. If you violated his trust... You did not want to be on the receiving end of his anger. But if you did the right thing, if you acted properly, if you followed policies and procedures, I don't care how bad it went, he was there for you. He was by your corner. And at every hospital I was at where an officer was shot, when he came walking in, you knew he was there. He made a beeline for that officer, the family, the doctors, and was when he looked in their eyes and said, anything you need, he meant it. Here's my personal cell phone number, anything you need. And uh, if he had to get that call, if it wasn't taken care of before it went to him, got to him, uh, he made sure he heard of it then, too. But uh, a true gentleman lost after he retired from the NYPD. He became the uh, Commissioner of Emergency Management for New York. And again, just a an, an dedicated public servant to public safety. And um, you're going to miss him because they do not make him like him anymore. And I'm glad I was... Uh, led by him. I'm glad I stood by his side. I'm glad I stood behind him on many cases. But uh, Chief Joe Esposito, you're going to be missed.
It's uh, 440 here at WILK. Time for traffic and weather, and uh, I believe it's all state. You need to give me a second. Oh, she's got a second. Let's, <laughs> you want to do the weather first? You, um, you why need? everything? I had everything <laughs> open here a minute ago, and it closed all on its own. Number one. When you leave, I and go over there and I just X out everything. You, you <laughs> must. I know. I think I'm, I'm ready. Plus the. Apparently, I don't know. Things are weird. <laughs> things are weird. Things are really weird. The goblins were in here um, doing stuff. Well, okay. That I believe. So, okay. This Penteladata internet traffic update is brought to you by the Earl Tolerico Agency, River Street in Plains. Looks like the restrictions have been lifted by PennDOT on. 84, 380, and on 81 in Susquehanna County. So that, I believe, is good news. But we are getting some reports of a minor accident on 84. Could be because of the fog and the rain as well. That's right as you get on to 84, um, right at Dunmore. Or are you coming off? It was 84 eastbound. Oh, going on to 84. Um, we had reports of an accident in Hartford on 81 northbound. That's, um, that happened a little bit ago. It doesn't look like anything is backing up, but it might be an issue as you travel around. Uh, other than that, we look pretty good on 81. No accidents to report from the New York border to Hazleton. And we're not even looking at too much heavy traffic out there today. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line, 570-883-7269. Nikki Stone, WILK Traffic. Thank you, Nikki. Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. Um, Wednesday, colder and breezy in the afternoon, high 47. Wednesday... Night, partly cloudy with some flurries, low 30. Thursday, breezy and partly sunny sky, high 42. Friday, increasing clouds, high 41. Saturday, wintry mix to rain showers and breezy, high of 40. Sunday, gusty northwest wind, frigid with flurries, high 26. Expect the change come Sunday, everyone. It's currently 43 degrees and rainy outside at 442 at your official weather station, WILK. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. 43 degrees and rainy outside at 446. You can call or text at 570-883-0098. A couple things. I'm going to get to uh, Mike from Old Forge in just a second here. uh, The Washington Post just uh, posted, and and I've been getting some text messages today about my my promo about uh, insurrection and what is and isn't an insurrection and what's a riot and what's not a riot and such. And uh, it's funny. But um, the Washington Post just posted, armed hooded men attacked an Ecuadorian television station during a live broadcast on Tuesday, forcing terrified staff to the floor at gunpoint on live TV as the country's new president declared a state of armed conflict. Uh, That's an insurrection. Uh, You know, a moderate riot with a guy with a buffalo helmet walking into the... uh, Capitol building being escorted by law enforcement all around him um, is not. It's pretty much just that simple. Something else, my friend Jenny Tear, we're going to have her on Thursday here. Um, she infiltrated uh, private messages of traffickers, smugglers, to get people into America f- through the southern border. 
And she's going to talk about that. She's posted it on her social media, all the links and the snapshots to it. Um, and at the end, she was uh, accused of being a cop. Uh, it's in a foreign language, of course. But uh, we're going to have her on on Thursday to talk about this. But remember when they wanted to set up at Floyd Bennett Field in Brooklyn, in New York, the migrant camp, and they said it's not conducive, it floods, uh, it's right on the water, it's very windy, you cannot house migrants there. And we actually leased the ground from the federal government, and the governor had to get involved to negotiate a better rate from the Biden administration because they were going to charge New York an astronomical amount to put up the tents and the migrant camp there. Well, what happened during this storm that's going on there? Yeah, it's flooded and the temps are blowing away. So now 1,900 migrants, illegal migrants, will be moved from New York City's Floyd Bennett Field to a local high school to be housed and and until further notice that's making the schools the students who attend those schools attend classes virtually so now they are displacing new york city high school students to house migrants in their high school because basically their migrant camp at floyd bennett field flooded and is unhabitable inhabitable right now so they're making new york city school children attend virtual classes because they need to house migrants in the schools and god knows what illnesses they have, what they're bringing to the school, what contamination, what's going to be done in these schools, what kind of supervision there is. I mean, we've already seen stabbings and and massive fights at some of these camps and other places in the city, but they're displacing New York City high school students now. How is that not against Department of Education federal law? You know, your, your free and appropriate public education, right? It's out there. Let me go to the phones now. We have uh, Mike from Old Forge on government scams. Mike. Uh, first of all, Bob, I love your show. You're going to like what I'm going to talk about. Uh, first of all, I always listen to Odyssey.com because I travel the country. And I want to say one thing somebody said before about when you passed that driver was on a cell phone. That was your problem. Well, 14% of fatal accidents are caused by people on cell phones. And I just want to say thanks a lot because as veteran benefits you're talking about, and then you talk about uh, police officers, well, six years uh, active duty Marine and 13 and a half years on New York City Police Department. And I know about Bennett Field because that's when we used to take out when we um, when you first get in um, the seven months academy you had to go down in, in the RMP to see if you could know how to drive but anyway I just want to tell you the biggest hoax I want to know the biggest hoax that you think uh, the government pulled on the people and you might debate me on this but I think this is the biggest hoax that the United States has ever pulled on the government on the people you want to know what I think it is I have a guess but go ahead go ahead it's a January 6th called so-called insurrection uh, i that wasn't going i thought biggest, you were going to call social security one of the biggest hoaxes from the federal government well no well i mean there's a lot i mean there's a lot russian hoax and all but the january 6th called that resurrection i'm gonna tell you something real fast i was in the marine corps i spent two and a half years in eight to nine that's washington dc all right i know what goes on there and that was that was that was they wanted it to happen so they can have something against the so-called conservatives or the magazine or you know, it's it's such a joke. Every time I hear them call us a resurrection, it, it makes me almost want to throw up. An insurrection, but not I, a I resurrection. Not, not a resurrection, Mike. An insurrection. Yeah, 
Yeah, I know. I know. I'm sorry, but I <laughs> no, get no, so no upset problem. when I hear it. Listen, I, I, so I, I shake my head every time I hear it. Yes. Was it bad? Yes. Was it a riot? Yes. Was it an insurrection? Not even close. I know people want to Not call it that. Close. I know people want to call it that. If it is, if if you if they truly yeah. believe that's an insurrection, it's going to be truly the only insurrection in the world history that was yeah. unarmed and, and, and put down as soon as the proper resources there within a, within hours. You got it. I, I'm sorry, I had to resurrect you because it was that Bible study earlier today. <laughs> That's what well, we were talking about. Good so that was you. what was in my mind. But anyway, I just want to tell you, I love your show. And I, t- I called it once or twice before. And I tell you, I have so much respect for you because I know what it takes to be a detective on New York City Police Department. I spent 13 and a half years as a street cop. I got out of it because I couldn't take it no more. All the domestic disputes and all, I went into business for myself. To be on a detective, though, I give you so much credit. You know, someone like you got to have a brain to get that job but every i just want to say every time i hear january 6th insurrection oh i just want to oh 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 is that it is that it is that all they got on us is that that, that's all they got so they want to push it push it push it how about all the rights and molotov cocktails being thrown into police cars and all you don't hear nothing about that rob i get excited when i listen to your show sometimes right buddy i appreciate it thank you mike you got it buddy you got it Oh, and, and now the text message is coming in. Uh, insurrection, violent uprising again. No, it, listen, come on. If you truly think that was an insurrection, you are in for a rude awakening if something thank hopefully never happens here in America. Um, it wasn't. It wasn't even close. It didn't stop anything. It didn't prevent anything. Uh, an insurrection is Donald Trump getting factions of the United States military to take over the Capitol building and cease operations. That's an insurrection. This was not that. It was a riot. Yes, it was. The people went there. They got violent. They got emotional. But if you look at the after-action reports that went on, if you look at the after-action reports from the Capitol Police and the D.C. Metro Police, there are plenty of times where they said their actions instigated violence by shooting tear gas into a crowd that was nonviolent. Yes, it gets people aggravated. It got people worked up. But people, people were angry. Yes, they took it out. Look at the whole, what was it, summer of love across America? If you look at the damage that was done there as opposed to other cities across America, you want to call one thing an insurrection but not other things. They literally took over and burned a federal building. That wasn't an insurrection? Come on. You do better. It wasn't even close to it. Was it a riot? Yes. Were criminal acts took place? Absolutely. Should people be held accountable? Absolutely. An insurrection, you need to do better. I know you want to use the word. I know it sounds fancy. I know it gets you to the next election. You want to see an insurrection? My fear, you want to hear my fear? Remove the leading candidate on the opposition against Joe Biden, and you are risking maybe an insurrection. Uh, Vote him out. But if you remove through whatever these legal trials are, and, and everyone I've talked to, everyone I've debated on the, the text messages says, well, I don't believe Donald Trump's going to win. Well, okay, then good. Then then it's over, right? He doesn't win. He's gone. End of story. But I, I, you have to remove him from the ballot because, uh, you know, uh, democracy. Democracy wasn't even close to being. If that's how fragile our democracy is, then maybe we deserve to be overrun. It's as simple as that. It's not even close. Was it bad? Yes. Should it have never happened? Absolutely. Should people be held accountable? Yes, and I believe they are. I think actually they're going a little far with that too because if you look at the charges where people were charged with uh, mere trespassing and they spend a year in jail, that's just unheard of. And I understand you want to say, well, it was the Capitol building and how much worse than that. 
well, what about the trespassers in the Capitol building just a couple of weeks ago for the ceasefire? Um, should they spend a year in jail? Did they? No. It's as simple as that. Was it bad? Yes. Was it a riot? Yes. Was it a bad riot? I'd say moderate as far as riots go. Was it an insurrection? It wasn't even close. As soon as the proper assets were there, it was under control within three hours. Everyone gone and said and done with. Secured. That's that. It's 4.55 here at WILK. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show in just a minute. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. And not for nothing, if you truly believe that was insurrection on January 6th, and again, it was a riot, it was bad. But if you truly believe that there was a faction of violent insurrectionists there to take over the government, between the Capitol Police and the D.C. Metro Police, you have a small army, a few hundred armed police officers. How come there weren't dead bodies just laying everywhere? I mean, truly, if you were seriously trying to violently take over the Capitol, and this was an insurrection, I mean, right now in in Ecuador, I'm looking at armed men who stormed into their television studios live on the air, and it took the staff hostage while the uh, president is declaring a state of armed conflict. Didn't happen. None of it happened. The only person that was killed that day was an unarmed woman, and that could be debated. Did she pass a no-go zone because of high-value personnel that was behind there? All I know is that's the only police shooting of an unarmed person in the history of America that did not go to a grand jury. You have to ask yourself why. If it was that clean, that cut and dry, why not present it to a grand jury, let the facts be heard, and move on? How come it wasn't? That's my question there. Didn't, I'm not saying it was justified or not. I'm saying how come it didn't go to a grand jury? It's uh, coming up on 5 o'clock here on WILK News Radio. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show after that.